epic interview. Rainier Fielmich, the attorney, interviewed Dr. David Martin regarding the patents surrounding the scamdemic. And I sent the video, it's on BitChute, to Knowledge the Wordsmith, who took the time to prepare these notes for all of you. So this is what I'm sharing this evening, and I will link the video to this podcast. This was July 9th, 2021. We took the reported gene sequence. There was no novel coronavirus patents sought as early as 1999. It's not been novel over two decades. The first patent for COVID was sought by Pfizer on January 28, 2000. U.S. Patent 637224 for canine coronavirus. Fauci found the, mal- the malleability of coronavirus to be the perfect candidate for HIV vaccines. In 1999, Fauci funded research in North Carolina. In 2002, the National Institute for Allergies and Diseases, NIAD, developed an infectious coronavirus specifically to target human lungs on April 19, 2002. U.S. patent number 727 9327. It was engineered in laboratories using computer sequencing. In 2001, an enormous amount of bacterial pathogens were patented. And I also remember Dr. David Martin saying that they cannot patent anything that is naturally occurring. I just wanted to inject that. Coronavirus was being considered as a biological weapons candidate 20 years ago. On April 2003, there was a patent filing of the gene sequence for COVID. U.S. Patent 7220852, U.S. Patent 4659270.3P, U.S. Patent 776521. These patents covered the gene sequence of COVID and the means of detecting it with PCR. This patent was sought by the CDC. The patent office rejected it twice because the gene sequence was already in the public domain. The CDC overrode the rejection and in 2007 got the patent. Every statement by the CDC that it was in the public interest was false. The CDC paid a fee to keep the patent private. Fact checkers have repeatedly stated that COVID is distinct from the CDC patent filed in 2003, 2005, and 2006. Disingenuous fact checking is beyond credibility. Three days after the CDC filed their patent in 2003, Sequoia Pharmaceuticals filed a patent on the 28th of April in, on antiviral agents. So the treatment was available three days later. Sequoia rolled into the holdings of Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson, a patent on a treatment for something that was invented three days earlier 
assist criminal racketeering and collusion. Sequoia shouldn't have known about it as the CDC paid to keep it private. Moderna got spike protein sequencing over the phone. 5th of June, 2008, DARPA took interest in COVID as a biological weapon. A patent was filed that specifically targeted the novel spike protein an ACE2 receptor binding domain. The patents were issued November 2015. U.S. Patent 9193780, issued after the gain of function moratorium. In 2016, 2017, and 2019, a series of patents were filed covering RNA strands and subcomponents of gene strands. The Chinese National Human Genome Genome Center also filed patents. 73 patents were issued between 2008 and 2019 that were allegedly novel in COVID-19. Clinically unique and contagious, there was no outbreak of COVID because we engineered all the elements. The gain-of-function moratorium said COVID was poised for human emergence. It was patented for commercial exploitation 73 times. A Ralph Barrick said, you can make a lot of money doing this. My favorite quote of this pandemic was made in 2018. We need to increase public understanding of the need for medical countermeasures. We need to use hype to advance advantage Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. There wasn't a lab leak. There was only the intention to inject spike proteins into people. Every study that's ever been launched to identify a lab leak is a red herring. 73 patents were issued before 2019. Patents on the lung targeting virus. The U.S. government pays for research to benefit from that research. Moderna began the sequencing of a spike protein a month before the supposed outbreak. It has always been about money. The script for this was written January 2004. Moderna knew they would be placed in the front of the line March 2019. They amended a series of rejected patent filings to make reference to an accidental or deliberate release of coronavirus. Two Canadian companies own the patent on the lipid particle envelope to deliver the package, and those patents have been issued around the world. Moderna tried to negotiate with the two companies to get the lipid particle nanotechnology to be put into a vaccine. The spike protein was put into the lipid particle. From 2016 until 2019, at every one of the NIAD board meetings, Fauci lamented that they could not get everyone to accept the influenza vaccine. In March 2019, Moderna amended their patent filings to, what if there was an accidental or deliberate release? This scenario was put together by The Who in September 2019, a world at risk, months before there was an alleged pathogen. September 2019, they stated there must be acceptance of a universal vaccine mandate by September 2020. It was a worldwide preparedness unified statement. 117 patents 
with ACE2 receptor targeting mechanism for COVID in publications going back to 2008 and the weaponization conferences in Slovenia, its isolation and amplification, four failed patent applications that were revitalized in March of 2019. They enjoy the earliest priority dates available. Any assertion that this virus is unique or novel falls apart in the patent application record. More egregiously, it falls apart with Peter Daszak saying, we have to create public hype to get the public to accept a coronavirus vaccine. The WHO said we eradicated coronavirus as a concern, so why did we start spending millions on a thing that had been eradicated by declaration in 2008? We have to stop falling for the mainstream narrative because this was seen as a highly malleable bioweapon. There is no question that by 2005, it was a weapon of choice. There was conversation about whether we're having a vaccine for a virus. The fact of the matter is we're not. We're injecting a spike protein mRNA sequence, which is a computer simulation. It's not derived from nature. It's a computer simulation patented from years back. The ludicrous story that this is that this is preventative. The evidence makes it abundantly clear that there has been no effort by any pharmaceutical company to combat the virus. This is about getting people injected with the known to be harmful S1 spike protein. The cover story is that if you get an expression of a spike protein, you'll get some kind of a relief. Fauci got his synthetic RNA vaccine rejected by the patent office. They said not persuasive in regards to a vaccine. The immune response must be protective. The vaccine has to be a compound which prevents infection. Applicant has not demonstrated that the vaccine meets even the lower standards set forth in the specification. This was in reference to his HIV vaccine. So what he was proposing as a vaccine did not meet the legal, medical, or clinical standard. I raised these issues in 2002 after the anthrax scare. The tragedy is that hundreds of millions of people are being injected with a pathogen stimulating computer sequence sold under what the FDA by its own clinical standards would not suggest is a vaccine. By using the term, we are subjecting hundreds of millions of people to what was known to be, by 2005, a biological weapon. I have hundreds of hours of this stuff committed to memory because I've been doing this for two decades. April 23rd, 2003 was the CDC master filing date. There is no such thing as an alpha beta, gamma, or delta variant. This is a means by which individuals accept what they are otherwise, what they otherwise would not accept. Delta variant, computer simulation, we have not had any evidence that the gene sequence alteration had any clinical significance whatsoever. Not a single paper has established this. 
with 73 patents all contain what was reported to be novel in December 2019. Even if we were to accept that there was some form of pathogen-induced symptoms, we do not have a single piece of evidence that SARS-CoV-2 has clinical distinction from anything that was known and published prior to November 2019. 73 patents dating back to 2008. Reflexive behavior to media hype. There is no evidence that the Delta variant is distinct from anything else. Just because we are looking for a thing doesn't mean it is a thing because we are looking at fragments of things. The fact is that if I chose any fragment, I could come up with Omega variant. I could say I'm looking for the substrand of either DNA, RNA, or protein, and I could run around the world saying, oh my God, fear the Omega variant. The problem is because of the way in which we sequence genomes, a composition process, we have no point of reference that the thing we are looking at is distinct in a genomic sense. Ask, is the Delta variant anything other than the selection of a sequence in a systematic shift of an already disclosed sequence? The answer is it's just an alternative of when you stop and start the reading frame. DNA strand sequence ID numbers. They specifically say the organism is an artificial sequence, meaning it is not a sequence that has a role based in nature, not a natural derivative protein in RNA sequence that was isolated. Every one of these is in fact a synthetic artificial sequence, contiguous in many instances and overlapping in others. It is merely a determination to say something is part of an open reading frame. If we are going to examine what is being injected into individuals, we need the exact sequence, not a kind of or similar to. If we look at FDA requirements for reasons that cannot be explained, the exact sequence that has gone into injections seems to be elusive, something that cannot be stated with exact certainty that the sequence is X. The problem that presents is we have no way of verifying that a complete sequence has been, is, or could be manufactured into the lipid particle that is the carrier in which the injection is delivered. Weaponization patents began in 2008. In every one of these patents going back to 2002, Fragments have been identified without specificity. We don't have direct terminal ends of the fragments. We have fragments with hypothecated gaps into which anything can be placed. And that's the reason I find the fact checking around the patenting to be the most disappointing. The actual sequences are not represented in a digital form that makes it easy to do this comparison. You have to reconstruct the gene sequences by hand to compare them to what has been uploaded on the public servers. That's where you find that the question of novelty was not addressed. This was a manufactured illusion. I have tried to figure out what was the gold standard to get the emergency authorization for PCR testing and what fragment of SARS-CoV-2 was that official fragment for the comparative sta standard. The problem is you can't get a single standard. 
So if you can't get a single standard, what is it that you actually find? Where I chose or where I choose to start and stop, I can say I actually found it or I didn't find it. Influenza did not leave the human population. Influenza was a failed decade-long mandate that was desperately promoted by governments around the world on the premise of everyone getting the vaccine, and if they didn't, then let's change the pathogen. The reason it was easy to track this campaign of coercion and terror is because it's been done before. In regards uh, to anthrax, if I was investigating bioterrorism, I wouldn't have two postal officers as my crack team. It was disingenuous and Congress knew it. It wasn't hard for us to figure out that this was not a public health crisis. This was an opportunistic marketing campaign to address a stated objective. That's why this is OCAM's razor. The OCAM's razor reality is that they said they needed to get the public to accept a pan-coronavirus vaccine countermeasure, and they needed the media to create the hype, and investors would follow where they see profit. You don't need anything else to rely on in the last 20 months than the actual statement of the perpetrator. If they're holding a bag of money outside a bank, I make the crazy assumption that maybe they're the bank robbers. Similarly, if someone says we have to use the media to hype a medical countermeasure, which is actually a synthetic recumbent chimeric protein developed off a, of a computer simulation, if I'm going to listen to the motivation of why that is being done, I will listen to the person saying investors will follow where they see profit. I don't need any more explanation. I'm sorry, I don't need more explanation, Dr. David Martin. Excellent interview. Watch it on BitChute. He says so much more. It's a two-hour long um, interview, which I just... Well, I'll say knowledge the wordsmith condensed with his notes into a 10-minute podcast here. Um, but I highly recommend all of you watch that interview because it's explosive. Thank you for tuning in.